You are listening to the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast, where we discuss how to find ultimate intimacy in your relationship. We believe that no matter how many years you've been married, you can achieve passion, romance, happiness, and ultimate intimacy at any stage of your life. Join us as we talk to not only marriage experts, but couples just like yourself and people who are just flat out fun. The Ultimate Intimacy Podcast is for couples who have a good relationship but want to make it even better. Hi, and welcome to episode 49 of the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast with Nick and Amy. We're so excited to be here today. I'm excited about this episode. This is a good episode uh, because uh, it's something that hits close to home for me anyways, and I think it probably hits close to home for you. Well, you picked the subject, and at first I was like, hmm, I have to really think about this one. Have we experienced this? And then I'm like, yeah, everyone has. Yeah, it's I super think... super important. But before we even start, we're going to start with our would you rather question so they can get to know us a little better. All right, fire away. So, and these are great questions to ask your spouse later too, and it gets you really talking. So, my question for Nick is, would you rather have to leave the country you... Oh, that wasn't the one I picked. That was not the one you picked. Well, I don't even know what this one says, but here you go. Okay, fire away. Would you rather have to leave the country you now live in and be unable to return ever... Or spend the rest of your life being unable to make more than minimum wage. Oh, absolutely. For me, number one, leave the country, being unable to return. You would pick that? Yeah. Absolutely. Where would you go? Oh, there's a lot of places. You could go to Belize. You could go to... you never even been to Belize. That's true. (laughs) I love that you want to live there and you've never been there. That's, That's true. I, I don't know. I think that's a, I think there's a lot of other places. America's fantastic and I love it here, but. So what you're saying is you don't want to live on minimum wage. I don't want to live on minimum wage for the rest of my life. Okay. That's a good answer. What about you? Oh, I'm going to have to agree with that because there's lots of places I would love to go, but I haven't really gone. So I'm sure I could find one. Yeah. I'm sure I could find one. So it would be interesting to hear what the audience thinks or what their answer would be. So yeah, maybe so we'll think do about it that. on, uh, throw it on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, we're going to throw a poll. So we'll do that right after this. So this episode is from an article written by 8080 Marriage um, called These Outsiders Can Make Marriage Impossible. And when I read this article, it really hit home for me. I... You know, I think it's, I think there's so many outside influences that can have an impact on our marriage negatively. And I know for Amy and I, um, this, this happened in our marriage where, you know, literally it, it impacted our marriage significantly. And, you know, these outside influences, well, before we, I guess before, you know, in marriage, it's just, it's you and your spouse and it's the two of you. And, you know, they talk about in this article how, there's the two of you, but then there are the thirds. And a third could be a coworker, a business partner, a friend, a family member, you know, an in-law. 
Uh, it could also even be like a project you're working on, a business, or anything that demands or takes a lot of your time or could have an influence on your relationship. And so in short, you know, a third is any outside force that influences your marriage. And I thought about that and I thought, God, there's, there's been a lot of times in our relationship that I've definitely allowed a third, whether it's a person or a project or something that has absolutely impacted our marriage. I think even to the point where, you know, our marriage was just kind of hanging on by a thread and looking back, you know, it's sad that I, I let things get to that point. And so I, I've got to believe there's a lot of other couples out there that are also finding uh, these thirds that are impacting their marriage. And it could be different for each one of you. It could be, like I said, it could be a friend that has an influence on your, on your marriage. It could be a family member. It could be a coworker, a business partner, or any one of those things that we named. And so, um, again, I, I, I just thought this was a fantastic article and kind of hit home for, for me anyways. Yeah, I totally agree. Now that, like when you started mentioning all the different things that could be a third, I was like, yeah, maybe that one, that one, and that one has impacted our marriage negatively. Yeah. That doesn't always have to be a negative thing, but they definitely can be as long as you, um, can figure out what it is and do something about it. I think you can find that balance, you know? So, yep. And they kind of offer four, you know, four simple steps in this article of what you can do. And so we'll discuss those, but Again, this is from the 8080 Marriage. Uh, We had them on a podcast to talk about their book. If you haven't read their book, I think it's a must read for every marriage. And so you can go in and um, find find this in in below in the notes. Um, Also check out their articles. Like I said, we have them on the app, also our blog, and uh, just offer a lot of great insight um, of what you can do to help your marriage. So here's a, here's a classic scenario that I think a lot of us have experienced um, that they kind of give as an example. So they say, let's say you and your spouse, you know, have a rare, a rare weekend retreat um, that you're going to go somewhere together. And, you know, right, befo- right before your trip, you find out that, you know, one of your good friends is actually going to be in the same place with, with his wife um, the same time you are. And so, of course, you get real excited uh, you want to, you, you decide you want to hang out with your friend and his wife and kind of do things together as couples. And, uh, you don't really, you know, think about the effect or, or how your spouse is feeling. Um, so all of a sudden this, what could have been a romantic, uh, vacation or a couple day getaway for you and your spouse now is turning into, you know, hanging out with your buddy. And, uh, you know, Obviously, there's a million different scenarios or things, but this is just one of them of how an outside influence can can have an impact um, on your relationship. And I think so, you should share our story just a little bit about how it was a third in our marriage. Yeah, so for Amy and I, um, we we probably had a couple thirds, or I had a couple thirds. I was working on a business that uh, I was really passionate about, and I think in many cases the business a lot of times took a lot of time and attention and and even focus probably more so away from our marriage than it should have. And part of that was um, the people that I was involved with in the business as well, too. Um, I got so, I got so I guess the word maybe is addicted to it, that I definitely um, let those thirds impact our relationship and our marriage uh, to the point that uh, I would say our marriage almost didn't make it. And so 
again, uh, and I'll share a little bit more as we kind of go and talk about these different things. But again, this really hit home for me. But uh, one the, the first thing that he talks about is you need to become, number one, you need to become aware of your thirds. So the only way to change things in your marriage or to change this pattern or these influences is to first become aware. Um, notice, you know, what that third is doing to your marriage or how it's influenced your marriage and sit down and talk together as a, as a husband and wife and discuss how that is influencing your marriage um, and the effect that it's, that it's having. So until, you know, until you become aware and discuss that, it, it, it's hard to, hard to fix anything. Any thoughts there? Um, I just think that sometimes your spouse can pinpoint a third in one of your lives that maybe you haven't noticed or can pinpoint for them. So it's important to, you know, if you notice someone or something coming as a wedge in your marriage, to point that out and have conversations about it. It's always come down to communication. But in our marriage, I noticed a few few years into our marriage that he had a really toxic friend. Yeah. And yep. the toxic friend was saying stuff to me. We were all good friends, but he was saying stuff to me about behind your back that were there were negative things, which was not appropriate. So um, just being honest and going to your spouse and be like, hey, this is how I feel about this person. I feel like they're driving a wedge or whether it's an in-law or a co-worker or whatever it is or whatever the person, whoever the person is, I just it's important to talk about it. Yeah. I'd be open about it. So Yeah. And and thinking back, you know, I've probably had a lot of um different uh thirds that have impacted um our relationship and so again And in that situation you hadn't really noticed it and then you started to notice those things and eventually we got that toxic person out of our life. Yeah. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um he states or they state number two is understanding the dynamics of power. Um, usually they just kind of talk about how a third will exert, um, a disproportionate influence on one side of the marital system. So, um, kind of just get on board, um, which one of you is feeling pressured, like we just said, and have an open conversations about how you experience this outside pressure with each other. Yeah. And like Amy said, she just hit a really important thing. A lot of times when we're in the situation, we don't recognize what that third is doing to us, but your spouse does. And so in, in our situation, Amy really could see a lot of things that maybe I couldn't see, you know, cause I was so close to everything. And so again, I love how they hit on communication, really sitting down and talking about things and uh, listening to each other and understanding, trying to understand the power that this third has on your marriage. So, and, and sometimes, uh, sometimes it's more a negative impact on your personality. So if your spouse is hanging around a coworker or boss or whoever or best friend or whoever that's really negative and bringing them down, they're going to bring it home with them. Yeah, for sure. So that's as a spouse, you could see those things, but when they're around it all day, sometimes they can't see those things. So it's good in marriage to just always be open and honest and bring those things up, you know? Yep. And like in our situation, we just talked about, like I, I knew that he was kind of pulling you down certain days and it was all just personality. So... Yeah. yeah. Well, we can't state clear enough how much power and influence a third can have on your marriage and your relationship. Again, we've, we've experienced this third and ha- th- firsthand and looking back, you know, now it's like, wow, they really did have a, 
a, a lot of power and influence on you know decisions I made that affected our marriage or different things like that. And so um, don't don't ever underestimate those thirds. Um, the third thing they talk about is determine what is best for you in your marriage. He says the thirds in your system have their own agendas, which may or may not have anything to do with you and your spouses. And I, I love that first line because it's so true. People have their own agendas and many times their agendas are not what your agenda is. Um, an example in, in our relationship, um, you know, one, one of the business partners I had completely had his own agenda and he was willing to risk everything in his life for something and not only everything in his life but he was trying to I guess risk everything in my life as well and that caused a lot of uh, a lot of conflict and a lot of pressure and things like that and a lot of financial issues and a lot of financial issues because you know again they were willing to um, pretty much do put everything out there, everything on the line, and uh, didn't really didn't really care, you know, how Amy and I felt about things, and so or their spouses, really, yeah, or so. or their spouses exactly, and so I love how it said a, a third um, they have their own agendas and they may not align with your agenda, and that is so true. Another example would be like your mother-in-law. Um, if she has made big plans and you had something between the two of you and they're trying to, I, like you, there's a lot of, lot of situations with in-laws that can cause a lot of stress and issues in your own marriage. And it's important to, to point that out and talk to it as a couple and be open with them also. Yeah, because it may be- Not it, let it put a wedge in your marriage. It may be great for your mother-in-law, right? Mm -hmm. But it may not be good for your marriage. So that, you know, that's so true. So the number three is to always ask your marriage, what's the best for us? Because your marriage is number one. And I think... Sometimes you have to say no. We've learned that. <laughs> yeah. And I think in our relationship, I, I, I didn't do a good job of that because I just thought, oh, I, my job is to take care of the family financially. So I'm just going to make a lot of these decisions together. And that was absolutely... Yeah, you mean alone. Uh, or yeah, sorry, uh, alone, yeah. And that was absolutely the wrong thing to do, especially looking back. Um, you know, make those decisions together. Your your spouse is going to recognize a lot of things that maybe you don't recognize. Um, and if you make those decisions together, your marriage is going to be so much stronger um, in working together as a team rather than trying to do things individually. Mm-hmm. Um, number four is to set boundaries and always be united. Um, I think setting boundaries is something we always discuss and is probably one of the most important things you can do if you didn't at the beginning of your marriage, then as soon as possible. Yeah. <laughs> Whether you have lots of family in town or what your boundaries are with the opposite sex or at work or just financially just there's all sorts of physical boundaries and financial boundaries and people boundaries so make sure you discuss those and you need to set and like Amy said you need to set those boundaries and make sure that those boundary lines aren't crossed and again I'm sharing I'm sharing these from experiences that uh, I definitely made the wrong choice um, 
so, but you, you do need to set those boundaries and make sure that whatever those boundaries are that you've decided that those boundaries aren't crossed. Um, and same, and, and when you're raising kids, you always need to have a united front. They talk about that. Um, you've got to come together and make decisions and boundaries for the way you're going to raise your family and raise your kids and make sure you're united on that because kids can figure out when you're not united. Yeah. Oh, and they will pull on someone. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, That's so true. So with kids, super important too. And there's, you can't have toxic children that try to divide your marriage. Like, you know what I mean? Or stepkids. Like, we work with a lot of people that have um, combined families, and that can be a lot of issues, too, with two families and two in-laws and all that kind of stuff. So, Yeah, for sure. You know, one of the things Amy and I decided um, about a year ago, a little over a year ago, is we wanted to get all the, we we really did, we sat down and we kind of identified a lot of areas in our marriage and people in our marriage that were having influences in our marriage and we decided to, that we needed to get rid of all these things and these people in our our lives that were having a negative impact on our marriage and and we did. It took a little while but... It was literally our goal in 2020 to get rid of toxic things and people out of our life. Yep. That we're bringing any sort of negative impact. And we really, really made it a goal last year and to I, conquer that. And we did a really good job. And, and it's I, hard. It is. It's very hard. But I would say our marriage has really um, improved, wouldn't you say? For sure. Yeah. For sure. It, you know, it's not always easy. And sometimes you may have to walk away from things or, or situations or business opportunities or friends or whatever they may be. But getting rid of those thirds in your life will improve your life dramatically, um, improve your marriage dramatically. And so again, we just really sit down together as a couple and discuss, you know, what are those thirds in your life that are having a negative impact on your marriage and determine what ones, you know, you're going to keep or what ones you're not going to keep. And if you do keep some of those in your marriage, set boundaries and be united together as to how you're going to handle and deal with those situations. And we promise as you do that, your marriage is going to improve greatly, um, which is which is the most important thing. Uh, if you don't have each other, you pretty much have nothing. So, so yeah, just have a united front and, and good communication with each other. And yeah, it's a great goal for 2022. Great goal for 2022. And like we said, go check out the 8080 Marriage. Check out their articles we have. Uh, the book is phenomenal. And uh, let us know if you have any questions. And we hope you enjoyed this podcast. It's a little bit shorter today. But, uh, again, hope hope you enjoyed it. And uh, we look forward to next week.